Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. December 2020 was a crazy month at the sex apartment. Not only did I get fucked a lot, but I actually got to watch G have sex with someone else for my first time. And we're back at the sex apartment. Once again, just the two of us. Just us. We are continuing our lifestyle journey stories. We're picking up after all these Halloween parties. Yes. I think we were burned out a little bit from all the Halloween parties. The one thing we did discover that if you go to four <laughs> Halloween parties <laughs> in <laughs> two weeks, you uh, kind of get burned out on the lifestyle. A little bit. So this November episode is going to be a very short one. So November yeah. 2020, we Taking did it easy. absolutely nothing. <laughs> and well, Took a step back for a bit. And- yeah, so... That's it. That was a good episode. Anyway, so we took November off. Actually, now that I think about it, we did go to the club one time in November. So that was actually the first time that we met Tom and Lauren. Tom and Lauren. They had tickets to a comedy show at the club across the street from the sex apartment. One of our favorite things to do, by the way. And invited us to go and said, oh, we've also invited this other couple. And we can go to the comedy club and then head to the sex club afterwards. And we're like, that sounds fantastic. If you guys want to dress one way for the comedy club and then come up to the uh, sex apartment and change and have a drink before we head to the uh, sex club, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, perfect plan. And they love that idea. We texted back and forth and he said, okay, everything's all set. That other couple's coming. Is it all right if I invite them to the sex apartment to change too? And we said, absolutely. Everybody's welcome here. We go to the comedy show. Tom and Lauren, talkative as can be, happy as can be, sits in between on one side of us, and then the other couple sits to the other side of them. Mm-hmm. Other couple, not so chatty. I think getting two separate couples that don't know each other, but know one couple, or we had been interacting online with Tom and Lauren, and this other couple had been interacting online or via text message, however, with Tom and Lauren. But, but we, we did not interact with that other couple. I wonder so it if was that's how everybody a, feels when we have those pre-parties. But the pre-parties are more people, I think. The fact that it was just a comedy show, we weren't actually just out to dinner so people couldn't get to know each other. Right, there was no real interacting. The point of the story here is we <laughs> end up heading to the sex club after all of those events. Mm-hmm. This other couple for lack of a better term, cock blocked the shit out of us. Aww. They kind of cornered them off to the side and pulled them into a room and went out of their way to keep them as far away from us as humanly possible. I think we maybe handle that better than most, but... Um, and again, we had already established our... We've been here over and over and over every other week for so long. Cool, whatever, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. And we were we, going to force our way into that situation. And it didn't situation. stop us from like, we very much enjoyed Tom and Lauren and their Absolutely. company. And um, I think for us, we just have that mentality of like, yeah, we like them. We'll 
just keep in contact. You know, when the time is right, the time, you know, we'll, we'll make it happen. As a matter of fact, later that evening after they left the party, they texted us apologizing that they didn't get to hang out with us more and that they had no idea that this couple would be so possessive. Yeah. And said, we need to set up a night with just the four of us. Yeah. And you never do. You never know when some couples are going to be more me, me, me. There's a good chance that that other couple was just, they only play two on two and that's it. Right. And actually, from what I remember, that other couple, they only do girl-girl play. Oh, I didn't know that. So they didn't cock-block us. They, like, vagina-blocked us or something. Definitely (laughs) vagina-blocked you in every way, shape, and form. (laughs) And I think they cock-blocked Tom that night as well, because I think Tom had a whole lot more in mind for that night. I would venture to believe that. But the good news is, we set up a date two weeks later. Yep. Got to hang out with Tom and Lauren and have them all to ourselves this time. It actually ended up being a work night because there was a comedian at the comedy club again that Tom really wanted to see. I took care of getting the tickets this time. Thinking much about it, I picked the late show. (laughs) And they said, oh, we thought it was going to be the early show. Do you guys want to grab dinner beforehand? And I said, we know just the place. (laughs) So we took him to our favorite steakhouse and then to a comedy show. And I think after that, we we definitely knew it was going to happen. We came back here. Or fingers crossed, at least. Uh, we, I, based on the text messages that had been firing through the week, and <laughs> I, I had a pretty solid idea what was going on. We came back to the sex apartment. Mm-hmm. We were hanging out, and we really didn't have that much awkwardness leading into this. I think the benefit of Tom and Lauren is they are go-getters. Yeah, and there was a connection all night long, too. I think we, we, we enjoyed had, their we company. We had dinner. We went to a show. Yeah. We were definitely ready for the night to progress. Lots of warming up. The two of you quickly got to a good state of undress before we headed back into the bedroom. And you guys jumped on the bed. You both started making out with each other as Tom and I sat on the couch chatting away. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love how Lauren is also so passionate in her touching and her feeling, her kissing. She's very fun to play with. She definitely gets into it just as much as you do. There is no doubt that you two are on that same level for sure. Yes. As you guys are making out, you lay her back down on the bed and you slide down and start going down on her. You're doing that for a little while. Then just as you said, you guys are so passionate. So again, you climb back up and start making out some more and kind of bring your leg up. Yeah. So I toss my leg over her leg and I put my thigh right up against her pussy and her thigh just naturally lands kind of right between my Naturally legs. as you pressed it up against <laughs> it. But, yep. <laughs> And we did our grinding motions against each other, and that was real fun. You did enjoy that. She was enjoying that, too, until she felt it was her turn to uh, give you a little pleasure. Yeah. She spun you around, landed you back on the bed. Pushed me back, started going down on me. At this point, I like to pinch my nipples. Yes, you were doing that. You really like that. You do enjoy playing with your nipples, and that kind of was the moment where Tom and I were like, okay, we're going to focus here now. (laughs) Lauren's ass was up in the air at this point, facing the two of us. Mm-hmm. So Tom took it upon himself to uh, head on over there and get a hand in there. He, he jumped up, played played a little there, and then pulled out his phone, took a handful of little pictures. He did, yeah. After he finished his pictures, you kind of pushed her off to the side so you could get back in and go down on her again. You kind of ended up in more of a cross situation where... You're talking more 69-ish? No. That's the thing. You weren't. Your ass was off to the side of the bed while she was still laying down normal on the pillows, but you were going down on her, but she could still reach around and play with your pussy. This was the moment the guys took to say, well, maybe we should get undressed and climb in here. Here's a good opportunity. Yeah. (laughs) I got undressed and came and laid down on one side of the bed. 
Well, Tom got undressed and walked over by Lauren's mouth, gently placed his cock in there. <laughs> Wasn't long after that before you sat up and turned to look and got a good glimpse of uh, Tom's cock for the first time. <laughs> so I didn't actually get to see it. I was facing Lauren and you, but Tom was behind me. So I actually reached my arm around behind me. And so I, for the first time, got to feel it. <laughs> which was probably something that encouraged me to turn around and look to see exactly what it was I was feeling to make sure it was truly what it was. <laughs> so Lauren then takes that opportunity to push you back down to the bed. A lot of girl-girl action. That, night, and yes. it was intense. The, the two of you definitely were like, I want more of this. She's going down on you and you kind of sit up and go to make out with me. And I kind of put my hand on your chin and just kind of... <laughs> you did. You kind of pushed me off in the direction of Tom. <laughs> yeah. And and sometimes you give me that little, hey, not yet, or slow down, but no, no hesitation. But okay. It's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you want me? Okay. No hesitation. So you start blowing him and Lauren looks back and goes, okay, cool. And then she climbs over and starts going down on me. You still laying with your back on the bed and him still standing off to the side. He was able to slide his fingers inside of you and start playing with you for a little while. Mm -hmm. You started making a lot of fantastic sounds. Tom drops down and starts going down on you. This leaves me right next to Lauren on the bed. And she leans over, starts kissing you, and then looks back at me and then asks you, is it okay if I fuck him? And of course I say yes. And I kind of look at you like, oh, because up to this point, I had not had sex with anybody. This is we, true. I have done a lot of oral with other people to this point, but in our relationship, I had not actually fully swapped with anyone. Yes. She goes to climb on, <laughs> and I turn and look at you, and your mouth is wide open and just in awe, and there was no discomfort whatsoever on your face. Right. I kept watching you guys. I was enjoying watching her ride you. I very much enjoyed what I was watching. And I will say, I looked back at Lauren. I looked back at you. I looked back at Lauren, and, and I, I was <laughs> I very was timid, and I, was, <laughs> I wanted to make sure you were good, and you, again, it might have had something to do with Tom's tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But shortly thereafter, he climbs up, slides inside of you, and the sound that you made, I've said it many a time on this podcast, it's not fair. <laughs> because it was not very long after he slid inside of you and you started making those sounds that I couldn't hold back anymore and just came and came and came. <laughs> Lauren climbs off of me and slides down to the end of the bed and I... Stand up and start to clean myself off while Tom continues to pound away at you. She immediately grabs my cock and slides it right back in her mouth like, come on, we're not done here yet. <laughs> well, go get her. <laughs> but I will say that your noises were also a lot for Tom. And it wasn't long after that. It didn't take much longer. Before he pulled out and came all over your chest. <laughs> Yes. At that point, it was kind of like, okay, we, let's let's clean up. Let's call it a night, guess. And we chatted for a little and wrapped up that evening. That was a really fun evening. And I think because it was the first real total full swap for us, it's just one of those moments that are so memorable for me because I finally got to watch you. You really didn't know what it was going to be like. I didn't. Going into that. I thought for sure. Well, I actually, I didn't have reservations. I, I No, you had always said that... It was going to be, it didn't 
it was going to be nothing for you. You really didn't care either way. You didn't want to see, you, you weren't going, gosh, I have to see this. And There was no jealousy. I didn't have any jealousy in the moment. I didn't have any negative thoughts at all. Everything was very positive in my mind. I just enjoyed watching her enjoy you. And I watched you enjoy her. I enjoyed seeing both sides of that equation play out in front of me. And I will say it was a pleasant relief to see the pleasure on your face as it was happening. Yeah. And not an indifference. Yeah. It was likewise for me just to be able to know that I was feeling positive thoughts in that moment because you never know until it happens. I didn't feel like it was going to be a problem. So that being a Wednesday night, we are now free on Saturday night. And Stephen Shea asked us to go see a local comedian at the comedy club. I feel like the comedy club was the only thing going at well, that this, this It really again was. Though. Is... It, like all music concerts were done and like limited capacity for sporting events. Oh, it was terrible. This is, 20, this is December, December 2020. 2020. So yeah. this is the height of COVID. Yep. And curfew in full effect. Yep. It was rough. That night, because of the curfew, the club closed at 9.30. The comedy show ended a little before 9.30. As we're heading to the show, Steve and Shay let us know that they have something that they have to do afterwards, so they're not going to be able to hang out. At this point, we didn't realize that they weren't in the lifestyle anymore. We found that out when we recorded their episode, which was well after this moment. But once we found out that they were busy that night, we texted Tony and Gina and Echo and Falcon, who we were pretty sure were both at the club that night. Which, with the curfew was also closing about nine, right? I think they cut off at nine. At nine or 9.30. And we said, hey, when the club closes, do you guys want to come hang out at the sex apartment with us? Tony and Gina immediately, yes, absolutely. (laughs) And Echo and Falcon kind of took a minute to respond and said, well, yeah, what are you thinking? We were thinking, just come hang out and Tony and Gina will be here too. Okay, we're in. (laughs) They were very excited. And then we realized they weren't even at the club. And they were still sitting at home because they were just going to take the night off and just didn't want to take the time to go to the club and have to be out of there by nine. So they start texting, hey, what should we wear? What? And you, having had a handful of drinks at the club, are like, you don't need to wear anything. So it was pretty crystal clear what was going on. And if this conversation is starting to sound familiar, if you go back to season one, episode 10. Crummy audio, but. <laughs> you will get to hear uh, Echo, Echo and Falcon's and Falcon. version of this story. It's one of their favorites. And they walk in. You and Gina immediately start chit-chatting away. I think me and Gina had been chit-chatting. We were talking work. We were talking kids. You name it, we were chit-chatting about everything. And then Echo and Falcon walked in. I feel we were already mid-conversation, so. You know what, now that you say that, because Echo and Falcon were coming from home, it took them a little longer to get here as Gina and Tony were coming from the party. So Echo and Falcon finally get there. Yes, Tony has had enough of the waiting. (laughs) We had been small talking for about a half hour waiting for them to get here. And they came in. Falcon sat down on the couch and he and I started our small talking. Echo tried to engage in the conversation that me and Gina were already you and Gina were having. Yeah. (laughs) Tony went and sat down on the beanbag in the corner and kind of called Echo over and said, hey, come here. here." (laughs) And she scurried right over and sat down on his lap and two quick kisses and off her shirt went. (laughs) Didn't take much. It did not take much. And this was one of the fastest that we've gone from. All right, everybody's here to all right. Now we're playing. But I think I'll give that credit to Tony, though. I feel like Tony's the party starter in a lot of scenarios. It's always a good time when we hang out with them. That it is. (laughs) Tony, he cracks me up, that guy. (laughs) 
they finally break their kiss. Falcon motions Echo to come over to him. She comes over and the two of them start making out. Tony's had enough of the small talk and walks over and starts making out with you. And up oh, off goes your shirt. Oh, off goes your bra. Yeah. Gina, stop talking. Let's get this part started. <laughs> and then brings you guys over to the couch. Yes, we commandeered a good corner of this couch. for A very small corner. This is a very large couch. And <laughs> yeah, you but... guys were like, okay, we'll take this spot. You can have the rest. <laughs> the couch here in the sex apartment is an L shape and the bottoms pull out to make pretty close to two king size beds. We've never actually gotten to the point where we could pull out the two king size beds because by the time we get to plane, people are sitting on it and it's a little difficult to pull everything out while people are sitting on it. So it's like, hey, we can pull these out or we go to the bedroom and then everybody just jumps up close to the bedroom. I think we had that moment happen this particular night we did everybody was playing and it was a little bit questionable whether we could get the couch to pull out or if we should just take it to the bedroom but we're getting ahead of ourselves sorry sorry so as you guys are walking over back up back up you're already topping bra off and you're like well i know where this is going and you're pulling (laughs) off unbuttoning your pants and sliding them down as you get to the couch so (laughs) there you are ready to go by the time you reach here I think I was completely naked even before, and Echo was the first one to take her shirt off. Tony, being Tony, was able to get her shirt off and then went over and got your shirt off. Well, you're not one for uh, fucking around with pants, so you, <laughs> That's great. on your way over, you're like, all right, let's just take these off to get these out of the way because I don't want to have to deal with that later. <laughs> Gina kind of slowly walked her way over, and as Tony was sliding to go down on you, you motioned her over, and the two of you start making out. Yeah, she was kissing on me and touching on me while uh, Tony was between my legs, and it was nice. You do enjoy those moments for sure. Then Gina pulls off her own top and takes off her bra as Falcon starts pulling down Echo's pants. You and Tony are making out heavily, and Gina says, okay, hops up and goes over and starts playing with Echo's nipples while Falcon starts fingering her falcon slides down and starts going down on echo tony's still going down on you and while all of this is happening i'm sitting here fucking with the tv (laughs) trying to get the damn spotify to work (laughs) and every time a song starts playing all of a sudden it kicks back to sleep waves or some shit and by the fifth time i'm like what the fuck is going on and everybody looks at me like what and nobody notices that the music keeps changing But I'm sitting here and my daughter texts me and goes, are you messing with the Spotify? And at that particular moment, I realized every time I changed it to some sexy song, it ended up playing in my daughter's room as she was trying to fall asleep while we're here in the sex apartment trying Trying to to fuck. Yes. So as one can imagine, I was raging hard at this point. So don't share your Spotify. Yeah. Note to self, when having a sex apartment, get your own fucking Spotify account. (laughs) Once I told her, oh, sorry, and switched the TV to YouTube and just played some mix there, (laughs) I took that opportunity to start making out with Gina. Yes, you jumped right in as soon as you could. I I know you did. And then I kind of alternated making out with Gina and Echo. Yes, that was really cute because you guys were... Echo's head was just slightly above Gina and kind of could go between the two of them. You and Tony had been dry humping for a little while and you were more than ready. He, as he pulled off his boxers, you grabbed his cock and started blowing him. It didn't take long before you pulled him and set him down on the couch and climbed up and did one of those things that you do quite frequently and quite well with him. You climbed on, slid his cock inside of you and started riding him for the first time that night (laughs) yes sorry for those that haven't listened to all the other episodes for the first time that night (laughs) 
Gina then takes that opportunity to slide down between Echo's legs, push Falcon up out of the way. So Falcon sat on one side while I sat on the other side of Echo, and we took turns making out with her while Gina started going down on her. Tony flips me over. He flips you back to lay down on the couch and starts going down on you. This time we had a little more space because you guys had you, kind of yes. moved over you to the other. You had one arm of the L and we <laughs> yes. had the other arm of the L. Yeah. This time I got to lay on the full couch rather than Tony being on his knees on the floor. He was able to utilize the soft couch cushion. And I took that time while your mouth was open and <laughs> yes, laying back did. on the couch to slide my cock inside of your mouth. Open and free for the taking. Fucking. Okay. Mouth fucking. I like, I like mouth fucking. <laughs> okay. with that. Tony says, well, it's been a good 30 seconds since I've fucked Nessa. I should do this again. <laughs> so he slides in and I'm kind of stuck there awkwardly like, uh, how do, where do, uh. <laughs> so G is in the corner of the L and our heads are facing the corner. So my head is essentially near your thigh, basically. And and Tony's Tony almost is, laying on my chest. <laughs> Tony is on top of me. He's so good at just pounding away that he was none the wiser when his head is bumping into your chest. So I kind of scoot my way <laughs> out off to the side. It was at this moment that Falcon told Echo to take care of Gina. We pulled Gina up off the floor and set her on the couch between us. And Echo goes down on a woman for her first time. Yes, this shows up in their... In their best of an episode 10. In their best of, yes. I apologize for those of you who go back and listen to episode 10. That was before we got our good sound system, but we really love those episodes and didn't feel re-recording would do it any justice. But if you go back to episode 1 through 10, but their their best of moments... They're rough to listen into but if you can get through it if if you can deal with the sound quality it's some good stories and i was very giggly (laughs) yes yes you were (laughs) it's always fun to go back and listen to our old episodes soon after that tony flips me to a more doggy style position works that only for a couple seconds before it's but i take opportunity in that a couple seconds because i again put my cock in your mouth while you were doggy style (laughs) Yeah, but the awkward angle at which everything wasn't working, and because he uh, couldn't stand on the couch, but he couldn't quite kneel on the couch, and yeah, it wasn't working. So that didn't last very long before he just sat back down. He laid back down, and then I you and I decided to get on back. him uh, more because I was already in the reverse position. So it was reverse cowgirl as I kind of sat back on him. I knew he was back there, so. (laughs) And you just kind of laid back and sat down and just kind of started slowly riding him. Yep. The things in the rest of the room just kind of took a break and the girls had both come already and we just kind of were. I think I was having full conversation while I was riding him. Yeah, we kind of just, it it just, it's like you were sitting on a chair that just happened to be his cock. (laughs) And I was moving up and down a little slowly, but (laughs) talking to Gina, having a full on conversation. Yeah. (laughs) Who mentioned, hey, what's that fancy thing you guys have in the back room? (laughs) And I say, oh, it's time for everybody to ride the Sibian. Gina was like, wait, what? Yeah, Gina wasn't excited She, she about was a little it. nervous she, she and she started curious, asking questions yeah. in here. But Echo was like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. So we all hop up and head into the back room. She was ready to check some boxes off her fuck it list that, that is night. for sure. So we head to the back. I get everything all set up. Lube her up, lube up the Sibian, and she quickly slides on. Oh, and she was on. I don't even know if I was in the room yet and she was already on that. 
She but, was so excited. So she. So Gina starts asking question after question. Wait, is it oh, moving? It was What's so it funny. feel like? Wait, is it in you already? Oh my god, it's in you already. Uh, wait, it's turning. What do you What do you mean it's turning? Wait, is is are the vibrations going yet? What's going on? <laughs> and poor Echo is like, for the only time in her entire existence, she has zero words. She's like. It feels great. It's good. (laughs) Yes, it's good. And (laughs) then I hit the vibrations and there is no more discussion. (laughs) She she just couldn't even speak after that. (laughs) As this is happening, Tony walks in the room. Of course. Sits down on the couch, kind of grabs your arm and picks you up and just kind of sits you on him again. Reverse cowgirl. (laughs) (laughs) I was sitting on the couch next to you while you had started with Echo on the Sibian. I was enjoying watching her enjoy it for the first time and kind of those first reactions. And of course, yes, Tony comes along and he just scoots himself right in there. Sits you right on him. (laughs) So you bouncing up and down for a little bit and then kind of climb off and drop to your knees and start blowing him some more. I get Echo to come for her first time. And as I'm slowing it down, Gina's going, oh my God, that was intense. Oh my God, that's crazy. I ask her, do you want to go again? And she whispers, yes, please. And I slowly ramp it back up. And she is clinging to me and kissing me and squeezing me. It's not very long before she starts a very long, slow, loud orgasm. (laughs) Not surprisingly, in the middle of this, you climb back up and start (laughs) riding Tony Cowgirl again. (laughs) Tony is like the never-ending fruit. (laughs) Fruit's the right word there, but... (laughs) Tony is full of stamina and he is always go, go, go. That he is. Yes. Echo finally calms down. I slow it down, help her stand up. She's all, whoo, jello legs, jello legs, and goes and falls down onto the bed and lays down next to Falcon. And everyone's like, all right, Gina, your turn. Oh, nervous as can be. Oh, I know. Slowly, She's asking slowly, questions and she's low. like, she's like, okay, go I'm, go I'm going to get down on this, but don't move it yet. Don't do anything. <laughs> She slowly lowers, kind of wiggles her hips a little and just, okay, okay, hang on, wait, no. Okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> I turn on the rotation, she goes, oh, and it starts going, going. And just, You had it very low for a good while. I just, I, I let the rotation just kind of, and those of you who've never seen a Sibian, it's got several different attachments that slide in the vagina. It rotates in a circular motion, kind of tapping the G spot. And then there's a vibration that goes from tap, 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 tap to holy fuck, the building's oh. going to fall down. <laughs> yes. I slowly ramp up the vibrations. Earthquake mode. No, for her, I, I definitely, I, <laughs> Kept it low. I know. Both you and Echo could tell that she was still very nervous and not relaxing and just very tense. So Echo jumps up off the bed and gets behind her and starts caressing her and kissing her neck. You actually take a minute to climb up off of Tony's cock and come next to her and start kissing Kissing her front. And Mm -hmm. little by little, we get her to calm down and she gets to that point where she does manage to come again. And the second she comes... What a surprise. Tony picks you up and brings you back up to him and you guys start making out. Let's let's do this. Stamina. He lays you down on the couch and slides inside of you as I help her up off the Sibian and kind of set her next to the two of you. (laughs) I remember her legs were so jello-y. She couldn't really move from that position. You just kind of spun her around, stood her up, spun her around and sat her back down. (laughs) And then after a few minutes of him fucking you missionary, you were reaching back, trying to touch Gina. He sits up and you kind of slide out from underneath him and you go to get between Gina's legs. 
and your tongue touches her clit and she goes she's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> she's like it's still vibrating <laughs> <laughs> yeah she, she didn't want any of that <laughs> it was still a bit sensitive but i oh gina so sexy so sexy she's just mm. after i had set gina on the couch i went over and laid down in the bed to kind of sit back and watch you and tony when Gina said, who, I'm too sensitive. You actually came up on the bed and started kissing me and there was Echo. So you took that opportunity to kind of crawl down between Echo's legs and start going down on her. Well, I hadn't had my chance with Echo or Falcon all night. You were a little preoccupied. (laughs) I was a little bit uh, commandeered. So it was great. Yeah. So this was my moment. I got to go over and touch Echo all over the place. She's so soft and got between her legs. And it wasn't too long into that, that Falcon kind of gave her that little nudge and pushed her head between your legs. And the two of you were kind of there in a 69 laying on your side. Yeah. As cock was kind of right there behind her, you scooted yourself up a little, alternated back and forth between blowing him and going down on her and blowing him and going down on her. (laughs) Yeah, he was right behind her. So like right between her legs, I could get to him. Then he stood up, which allowed you clear access to it. And so you kind of lifted up and went over and started blowing him. And Echo also came over and the two of you alternated back and forth blowing him. That's always fun. I like blowing a guy with their girl. And that guy likes that. Uh, and I, I would, I <laughs> would say I'm, I'm trying to think of a time where... How that how anybody would go, hey, you know, hey, hey, my lady's blowing me. I, I only <laughs> need one off. mouth on this dick. Get get the hell. No, I can totally understand why the guy would also enjoy and that. And I enjoy doing it for you, too, and with another girl. I enjoy that as well. That's <laughs> nothing better than a double blowjob, except maybe a triple. How and does the triple know. work? I, and for me, it doesn't, because I'm, so I'm, I'm one of those stay away from the balls. But <laughs> Well, yeah, okay, I can see it. Okay, yeah, I could see how a triple might work yeah. for some. Okay, moving on. Uh, What was happening? So, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Tony and Gina had joined us on the bed, Mm -hmm. and they were kind of laying in the middle. It was me, then Gina, then Tony. Yes, I remember Gina crawling in and kind of scooching. We were all on the bed. Yes, and you lay back down between Tony and Gina. Echo was still blowing Falcon. He pulled her up off of him turned her and pushed her towards the pile. She took her legs, straddled your leg, pressed one leg up against your pussy, and you lifted your leg up to hers. Mm -hmm. And the two of you started grinding each other's legs. Yes. She enjoyed this as much as I did, I think, if not more. You would occasionally pull your leg away and slide a finger inside of her. And just like you, she has these amazing sounds, and she lets you know the second she's enjoying something. Mm -hmm. Boy, was she enjoying that. She turns back to go back to Falcon and starts blowing him again. And Tony says, oh, look, Nessa's pussy's open and goes back down and starts eating you out again. Imagine that. And not long before that, he slides up and fucks you missionary yet again. Falcon then picks up Echo, sets her on the bed and starts fucking her missionary also. He fills her with cum and Falcon looks at Echo and says, go finish G." I was going to say, as soon as he came inside her, Falcon totally told Echo to go finish you off. And I, she put a towel between her legs and ran over to you. Yes, she did. And actually, as she's going down on me, Tony then pulls out, comes all over your chest. And it wasn't long after that before I finally finished and came in Echo's mouth. And that was the ending to a beautiful evening. And. It was an exhausting evening because as Echo and Falcon are getting dressed, Tony and Gina are just kind of still laying on the bed. (laughs) 
I think they passed we, out. We go to walk Echo and Falcon out. They did, yes. And we make it back in the bedroom, and the two of them are under the sheets <laughs> they and out cold. Done. <laughs> and we're like, all right. All right. And we kind of little tap tap it's try to wake them up night. and they're like <laughs> not moving so we left the note actually no we texted them yes and said hey stay as long as you guys need we'll come back tomorrow and we headed home and enjoyed ourselves that night we sure did that was a fun evening yeah great company great friends great sex who could ask for anything more amen <laughs> When Echo and Falcon discussed this evening with us on our podcast, I think the one thing that we all kind of agreed on was how amazing this experience was because we didn't just swap with one partner. It wasn't just, you know, you with Gina and me with Tony. And then we didn't stay with one person and we kept kind of flipping around and And there were lots of people on the bed at all times. Yeah. And somebody was doing something else and everybody was always occupied, but always enjoying themselves. And we very much enjoyed each and every person in the group, like girls, girls and girls and each guy. So it was fantastic. It was really just a wonderful evening of puppy pile orgy style. Yeah, we had definitely discovered at that point that we love those puppy piles just as much as Echo and Falcon do. Yeah, that was a fun night. It was a fun night. So then Christmas rolls around and families get busy and we don't get to continue on our every other weekend train. Yeah, and then vanilla life kicks in, right? (laughs) During uh, Christmas break, while the kids are away, we find another couple who was looking to explore the club and they were a little nervous to go to the club. So they wanted to know if we just wanted to meet and hang out one night. Yes. We were happy to do so as we always love to meet new people, invited them out to dinner. We went to our favorite steakhouse again. Yes, as we do. And (laughs) we we typically feel that that's good luck for us. (laughs) (laughs) We go to dinner. This was the first time that we went out to dinner with a couple where they were not shy about talking about the lifestyle. And I think that was because she had a million questions because they were brand new and hadn't done anything. They had joked about it with people at the bar, but had never done it. And she was very eager to be with another woman. And we were at a table in the middle of this restaurant on a Saturday night. The night before New Year's Eve, I believe. And it was crowded. And she was over the top, loud about every question. Part of me thinks she's just a loud Oh, she No doubt. No doubt. She is a very I don't know if she knows her audio. When she comes in a room, you notice her on many levels. Audio level, phenomenal beauty. Oh, I love her hair. We're not going to talk about what color it is, but it's fucking hot. And just, she is absolutely gorgeous. We're spending the whole dinner chatting away, talking about just answering every question they have. And they had a million of them. Yeah. We didn't have that. I mean, we were what, six months in together of doing this? Right. Now, I mean, granted, I had plenty of answers I could give them. I guess technically having told all these stories, we did have some experience. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I never want to, I never want to lead people in the wrong direction, especially when they're brand new. They kind of, I feel like you need to figure that out with with your partner, not necessarily with your dates. (laughs) But we've always been a good resource for people. I'm happy to give places where you can find answers. I'm also happy to give you my opinion. However, that's not necessarily what is right for each couple. Each couple has to approach it in a way that works for that couple. Right. And I think we've been big supporters of do this the way that works best for you. 100%. And nobody's journey is going to be the same. 
So it's always hard to answer questions because I answer them how I feel works best for us, but that's not necessarily what information they need. So she's asking all these questions. But the questions and the dinner is so sexually charged that when we come back here, there's not much of a buildup to get from hanging out on the couch to, all right, let's go back. This is really strange because looking back at the time that we spent, that was kind of during quarantine and during curfew times and all the shutdown. I don't know what it was, but just in general, our experiences were way more sexually charged. Everybody was just happy to be out and being with people. It didn't matter. (laughs) It was, ooh, here's contact with somebody that's not the person I've been stuck in the house with. (laughs) I feel like all of our experiences during this time were fun and exciting and we enjoyed every single last one of them. Whereas when you get back into the normal life, I don't know if we are just busier in general and and not taking the moments for granted and just saying, let's take this time and have fun with these people. But life is getting in the way a hell of a lot more now than it was back when everything was shut down. It really is. And it's almost sad. It's really sad. Amen, sister. (laughs) (laughs) I just say, you know, like looking back at those moments, they were really just so much fun because I feel like even them getting into the lifestyle brand new during a time when the world was all shut down. We went to the club for our fun and they went to a local bar for their fun. And I remember just having those conversations of, yeah, we're just <laughs> we're just looking for some social interaction and, and having good conversation. Again, she was beyond excited to be with another woman. So we come back from our inquisitive dinner. Yes. She had been pounding beverage after beverage and we get back in here and she was ready to go. But besides what we saw, I'm pretty sure there may have been some beverages prior to they did admit that they stopped at the bar before heading out to meet us yes so she was feeling no pain she was ready to explore this new world especially with you well you know given the time it was covid things were shutting down early people weren't getting out this was a new venture for them obviously they were curious about the lifestyle they had yet to play or do anything in the lifestyle i think they were just kind of feeling it out and seeing what it was all about we were their first first time out not to mention the time in the world at that time with everything being they had clearly talked about this a lot and there were things that she was ready to try with another woman Yeah. And the two of you started making out. Your dress quickly came off and there was nothing under your dress besides your little white pair of panties. (laughs) And her dress came down and her bra came off and you guys were kissing and touching each other a lot. You reminded her that we had discussed your favorite sex toy while we were out at dinner Mm -hmm. and she wanted to know what the wand felt like. But did she? (laughs) And she said, bring it out here. And we're like, sorry, it's plugged in in the bedroom. He kind of nudged her and go, yes, yes, let's go in the bedroom. Let's go. He kind of pushed you guys off to the bedroom and stopped me. And he said, hey, I don't know what it's called, but what's that thing where we don't actually fuck? And I said, you mean soft swap? He goes, yeah, let's just do that. I said, whatever you guys are comfortable with, we're totally fine with. No worries. He goes, okay, yeah, soft swap only. And into the bedroom, we went behind you. You already had her laying on the bed-ish. <laughs> and we're reaching for the wand, trying to get her to sit still to be able to place the wand on her. Every time I tried to put the wand between her legs, she would close them. And it was beginning to get very frustrating because there was a moment in time where I was like, I can understand why somebody would want to tie somebody down. <laughs> 
and tie their legs. It, it wasn't long before you kind of just sat sat back and occasionally would just place it between your legs. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to waste. <laughs> I can waste this good toy. And the two of you hand. were making out and you kind of put nice. it on her, put it on you, put yeah. it on her, put it on you. And you guys were making out. We did. And again, we kind of talked about this in the last experience with Lauren and even with Echo and Gina. I'm just a very passionate toucher type of person. So everything is smooth and soft and slow. I enjoy taking my time. And this woman was bouncing all over the place. She was, she couldn't sit still to save her life. She wanted to do everything right now, right then. Touch me everywhere, kiss me everywhere, and get between my legs, but then also kicks my breasts. And I was literally going crazy in my head thinking, just lay down. (laughs) But one of my favorite parts of the night was the second her hand touched your pussy, he turned to me and stuck his fist out because he wanted a fist bump because you could tell (laughs) they have been talking about this forever. (laughs) Yes. That's that's so funny. He fist bumped you? Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> and the two of you just kept making out and touching and making out and There's touching. A lot of, yep. You finally lay her back on her back and start to head to go down on her. And she picks you up to kiss you again. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and he walks over and he starts kissing her and kind of holds her arms back because you could tell he's experienced the, hang on, wait, I want to do this. Hang on, wait, I want to do this. <laughs> and he was just like, just relax and let this happen. You start going down on her for a good 10 seconds before she jumps up and goes, look, I want to do it to you. So I think at this point, we just realized we need some cocks in the mix. Yes, and and you guys- actually, it was her who said, why are you guys still dressed? And we took that invite as, okay, get undressed and climb in with us. Yep. I got undressed and climbed in behind you, and he got dressed and climbed in behind her. And you guys started making out, but it wasn't long before somehow, because she was so floppy, that the two of you flipped. <laughs> and suddenly she was between you and me and you were between her and him he kind of sits up and waves his arms to get my attention puts his two fingers out and makes this fingering motion and points at her and then puts his hand up like is this okay and points at you (laughs) and i just i don't even know this is happening i know and and i'm like i just kind of look smile and give a thumbs up like (laughs) sure (laughs) if whatever whatever you can do go for it buddy (laughs) That's too funny. But she was bouncing between touching me and eating me out. And then I don't think she stayed in one place for more than 15 seconds. No, it was (laughs) it was like she had a list of things she wanted to do, but she didn't know what order that list was. (laughs) And she was like, I'm going to do this. Wait, no, I want to do this. No, I want to do this. I want to do this. And just all over the place. (laughs) So finally, he gets behind her and pulls her panties down as... She is on top of you Mm -hmm. and he starts eating her pussy from behind. Again, she shoots up and goes, wait, 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 wait. And you take this moment to slide up out from under her, lay her back down on the bed and drop between her legs and start going down on her. To try to keep her calm, I start making out with her. And this actually gets her to stay in one position for a little while, actually. I'm making out with her. You're going down on her. And then suddenly... He goes to touch you and she jumps up and goes, no, that's mine. I want to do that (laughs) and lays you down and starts going down on you. But of course, after a little bit, she pulls you up and brings you back up to her. You start making out again 
And she lays you down. As he's touching me, she reaches for him and pulls him to her. He pushes her to me and I start making out with her. And then you start making out with him. And again, she goes, no, no, wait, I want to kiss her. And then she starts kissing you. I couldn't be anybody's attention but hers. Yes. Yes. So you come over to me and start giving me a blowjob. I think I just needed a break from all of her attention and I just wanted to you weren't getting any focus and he wasn't getting any focus and i was i was very concerned about you guys you guys didn't get any attention that worked because then she goes over to him and starts giving him a blowjob yeah but he's not free of blame here either because at this point he picks her up and says i want you to go help her give him a blowjob and she goes well if that's what you want to see okay crawls over and starts going down on me and she kind of did a back and a forth with me where I did a little, then she did a little, then I did a little. And then she ended up going back to him and starts going down on him. I ask, do you want her to come help you? She goes, yeah, that'd be great. So you go over and you go to help her. You start blowing him and she immediately jumps up and comes over to me and starts blowing me again. (laughs) Again, couldn't sit still for, for five seconds. Then as you do that for a little while, you kind of pick up and start making out with him. That again is her cue to grab you, throw you back on the bed. And start going down on you again. (laughs) Then she turns, sees me, starts blowing me again. He takes that opportunity to go down on you. She again lifts up off of me, goes over to him and kind of pulls you off. And you take this opportunity to come. All right, let's just spend some time with our own partners. And you climb up on my cock and start riding me. Yes. He lays her down and starts fucking her missionary. I then pull you off of me, lay you down missionary start fucking you. He picks her up, flips her over doggy style, starts pounding away on her, comes all over her ass. I pull out and come all over your chest. And finally, this can come to an end. This was the most exhausting sex without being like, I wasn't dripping with sweat. I was just exhausted. It was challenging without a doubt. They were fun. They were fun. They were She was nervous and I, there were so many things going on there. But And I don't mean to speak like it was a bad experience. It was because, fun. Because I'll be honest, that ending was extremely hot because she was so into it. She was finally sitting still. He was pounding away in her. She was screaming about how hot all the situation was. Oh, yeah. You were making your sounds with me, which I love to do also. <laughs> I pulled out and came all over you. He pulled out and came all over her. It was a perfect end to a fantastic parallel play. It was a happy ending? Yes. <laughs> it was like ADHD sex. She was, <laughs> she was all over all the over place. The place. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4-HUMP-DAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.